has taken the lead on the outside. Orb is coming with giant strides in the center of the track. And here comes Orb on the outside now to take the lead as they come down to the 16th pole. It is Orb in front from Normandy Invasion. My loot and Golden Soul between horses down to the wire. Orb has won the Kentucky Derby for Shipmagee. Chasing the Triple Crown. This is your host, Howard Dinnett, CEO of Angolite Media. Today we're going to talk a little bit about a new section called Horse Rants and Raves. So basically it's around, uh, you know, things going on in thoroughbred racing that either are a little bit irritating or, you know, we can rant and rave about. So... One of, my, one of my first topics, uh, I saw Orb for the first time in the Florida Derby, took a bunch of pictures of of him, and uh, really liked the horse. He was acting up in the in the walking ring before he went out for the the Florida Derby, and uh, he looked much the best. I, I didn't bet on him in the Florida Derby, but if I, if I could have gotten to the betting window, I probably would have because he was really acting like he was all keyed up and ready to go. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later, like how horses look before they go out onto a track to race. I'm here too. Max is here. In the and, studio and, here. and actually, Max, my son, is here. And actually, give a plug for uh, your other podcast, Max. <laughs> I'm uh, also the producer uh, and uh, co-host of my comedy podcast, Beers, Beards, and Bastards. And it's uh, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's uh, It's a good good show not they, anything like this no it's nothing <laughs> like this but they do beer brackets and i mean if you like beer craft beer and things like that it's a great thing to kind of listen to and yeah get involved with so plug plug for for max but he's doing a great job um you know the first podcast i did was uh last week and i was pretty impressed with the the talent that i have in my family <laughs> nice <laughs> so anyhow. family plug family plug there you go so back to what we're talking about here so my rant and rave is about orb so orb really loved him in the in the florida derby he was really feisty in the walking ring which is back behind the track at Gulfstream stream racetrack and he was i mean he looked like he was going to kick people he was so keyed up and jennifer patterson his uh, assist the assistant trainer to suge mcgahee was they they actually looked very uh fearful i got some pictures on my website and i'm looking at them and they, they have fear in their eyes and, and i know why the, the horse probably weighs 1100 1200 pounds and they're hanging on to him with basically a rope yeah. so if this if this horse wants to bolt what he looked like he wanted to do um it's pretty interesting i have one picture with a bunch of people around and they're all like their, yeah. fa- their the expressions on their faces are it, it's priceless and actually it's on the cover of my book the florida Derby book a shameless plug right there so anyhow i feel like um, whenever horses get all feisty too you see like the whites of their eyes and it's kind of like that scary like horror movie 
not in a horror movie, but like in a like an action movie where there's horses and you see like their eyes and then they rear back and their like teeth are bared and oh yeah, and I never really realized it because I'm like oh they're horses and they're they're kind of tame, but these things are beasts. They're huge. I mean, yeah. to their back. I mean, the, you know, it's they're at eye level and they're incredibly. I mean, you can see the striations in their legs and the the muscling on a thoroughbred horse race is or a horse is crazy horse race. Great the legs on the horse race. Yeah, but uh, it's it's crazy because they're in really good shape, and if they want to drag your ass across the paddock, they'll do it. Yeah. So it doesn't happen a lot, but it, I mean, I, I think the potential exists. Yeah. It's funny how back to back to my rave about Orb. He looked great in the Florida Derby. Um, it's my lucky day. He got out in front, and he kind of passed him in the, the last part of the stretch at the Florida Derby. And, um, you know, he kind of won for fun. So I, when the Kentucky Derby came around, which is a huge, you know, it's a huge race, um, he was out on top, or he wasn't out on top. He was he was laying back about third last. And it was kind of muddy that day, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking, eh, maybe the mud had something to do with it. Not sure. But, you know, he came up through the pack – Oxbow, Palace Malice was on top, who's another, like, I, I would say he's in the big four this year of um, three-year-olds. Palace Malice is a beast. Um, it's My Lucky Day was running on top. Viajack, another pretty good horse. Oxbow, so Palace Malice won the Belmont Stakes, and Oxbow ended up winning the Preakness, and the Orb kind of came storming down the, the home stretch, you know, pretty pretty far outside but he kind of blew by them all and won by maybe two three lengths i just watched the video and love the video and the, the announcer goes or orb it's a great it's a great you know it's a great uh, little well your version is like orb orb very deep voice so anyhow and then uh so we go on to the preakness and you know i'm i'm, I'm putting a bunch of money on orb again because Hey, he looked great and he looked invincible, and something kind of happened. Preakness is a different track; the turns are tighter, and if you're not close to the lead, it's kind of tough to get out. So Gary Stevens, the old fifty-year-old uh, like jockey on uh, Oxbow with uh, D. Wayne Lucas, the seventy-seven-year-old trainer, got out on top like he kind of was in in the uh, in the Derby, and he kind of put him to sleep out on top, and and Orb couldn't get up. Um, he ended up, I think Orb ended up up the track, maybe in fourth place. So a little disappointment there. And I'm like, ah, you know, I, I'm, I, so I bet him back in the, in the Belmont. And then Palace Malice, I think Palace Malice is getting better with each race. And he kind of got out on top in, in the Belmont. And, man, he was he's a beast. Um, Todd Pletcher's his trainer. And mm -hmm. let me verify that. Though. I'm pretty sure Pletcher's his trainer. Um, what was the one we just you bet on Orb most recently, and he got you said fourth. So the Travers. So now, Travers, now that that, that's my my. Uh, so I'm starting my rant thing here. So yeah. I went from the rave was did great, won the Fountain of Youth, won the Florida Derby, won the Kentucky Derby. I'm like, okay, this horse is in form. He looks great, and it's kind of like he goes to the Preakness and the Belmont. What happened? Is he tired? Is he worn out? Is that it? I mean, is he gonna? Has he flash in the pan? Yeah. Has he peaked? I mean, you know, Shug is a good trainer, so I'm not sure. A lot of times horses, I don't know. I think that the Triple Crown is rough on horses, so um, 
let me look. I'm still looking for Palace Malice. Yeah, Fletcher's Palace Malice is in. M.E. Smith, Mike Smith is Palace Malice's uh, jock, who's a great uh, jockey, great older jockey. Really like him. Um, very strong. So anyhow, um, so so the, the rant part is, hey, what the hell? You know. <laughs> so now we we come to the Travers, and and actually they took Orb off to some place in I want to say Maryland to kind of pamper him for a little while to to kind of give him some rest and. I saw some a some video of Jennifer Patterson like hugging Orb. It was kind of cute and uh, and you know oh, showed, was that one on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. the one that was on yeah. Twitter it was kind of because we're out on Twitter. Um, kind of cute. And uh, you know, he comes back for the Travers. It was he laid off for a little while and and, and came back for the Travers. And uh, so we had Palace Malice and. Uh, who else was in the Travers? So, so we'll take charges in the Travers. Moreno was in the Travers, and Moreno got out, out on top. And that that horse is pretty tough. And Orb looked great. He was in stalking position. He cut to the inside. You know, he started started coming up on uh, Moreno, and I think he actually got on the lead. But uh, we'll take charge. This big lumbering D Wayne Lucas horse with a new jockey came. You know, at the last, you know, last few strides, this thing lumbered by Orb, and then Palace Malice and Moreno was kind of like a photo finish for all. It was pretty exciting, but um, Orb finished up, I think, third in the Travers, and it was it was a good effort. It wasn't bad, but you know, not expecting. He he didn't seem to have the strength that he had in the stretch yeah. in the Kentucky Derby. And he hasn't came back to that form, so I'm hoping he's running tomorrow in the Jockey club gold cup against palace malice yeah. against cross traffic the horse that won the whitney and i was at the whitney with when successful dan flipped upside down and did the uh i don't know it was kind of the, s- the scary they had yeah, the coming out for the post parade he flipped on his back and kind of kind of nutty so i saw him and I, I got some really great pictures cross traffic is this really beautiful kind of putty colored horse he's a cross between gray and brown and yeah john velasquez was on him with yellow silks he's a beautiful looking horse i mean i, I really love you're gonna say john velasquez was beautiful <laughs> well he is too now <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow where's my beer um so so that's the kind of the the, the rant and the rave I, I'm, I'm just wondering which orb is going to show up tomorrow and i'm hoping so sometimes things happen, right? I mean, I understand they're they're beasts and they have feelings, and yeah. you know they get tired out, and uh, so I'm thinking that maybe he does a little bit better than he did in the Travers. That's what I'm going to think. So for tomorrow, the 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 Jockey Club Gold Cup, I think he's going to do a little better, bit better than he did in the Travers. So getting his form back to where he was, kind of for the Derby. So um, I'm he could win. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not totally guaranteed that he's going to win, but I, I think Palace Malice honestly, the way he ran if if Palace Malice he if you look at the Palace or the the Travers video, Palace Malice takes a hit against the gate when yeah. he comes out and he almost falls. And he got up for fourth and it was a game effort. And if he wasn't as far back as he was, I think he wins the yeah. Travers against but we'll take charge is another horse so like we'll take charge is a, a late comer um we got palace malice i mean there's there's some pretty decent horses so all of those folks all of those horses are going to be in 
the classic, I do believe. So mm -hmm. that should be set up great for a great race because there's some late bloomers, these horses that are coming into form late. I think Orb hit his form early, yeah. and they, he's kind of cresting on his form. So anyhow. If he uh, doesn't do well, are you thinking that that might be it for it then? If he does, if it, well, say he gets like fifth, which isn't like no, the worst, but it's I don't not. No, you know, I mean, sometimes. Do you say? Do you think sometimes horses kind of like are f there, there are like one hit wonders or flash in the pan, so possibly. Yeah. I never give up. I mean, Fort Fort Learned, the, the horse that won the classic, has had bouts of, you know, not. I mean, all horses n they can't win all the time. Yeah. I mean, because they do. They do. Unless you're Zenyatta. <laughs> Yeah, unless you're Zenyatta, or unless you're some, you know, super horse. But Zenyatta even lost. I mean, so she got second. Yeah. So anyhow, so that, that's that's my the rant and the rave section for uh, for today. Any other questions, Maxie, about uh, no. Orb? So, but I really I like Orb because I mean it's always crazy. I I, I and it's bad for handicapping. I, I I really like different horses when I see them and I want them to win. And I like I'm big on you know trainers and jockeys and i really like uh suge mcgahee and he's he's switched around his so who's on so uh jj castellano's on orb for the derby it was uh joel rosario one of the best jockeys in the country was on him for the travers we had uh, jose legazano was on him for the travers so he's had a few different jocks so I don't know. I don't know. You know, I I th I th I think personally, if you have a great jock, but he might not be available, it's good to stick with him. But mm -hmm. so that that's kind of telling too that sometimes if jockeys are switching around on them, they're, they're maybe not convinced and they're off riding somebody else. I mean, yeah. there's a bunch of Grade One horses in this race, and Jose Legazano's riding Ron the Greek in this race, and I don't know if Joel's in this race, is he? So that's that's a point too when you're handicapping. No. So are you doing your handicapping section? Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to go on. Let's go on to the um, – so tomorrow is the 28th. I know this is going to be hit, heard probably not for another well, yeah, week or so. This is – But it's probably, fine. Yeah, I mean, week up. But, yeah, just looking back. So, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see how I did, and some of these thoughts might come through, and we'll maybe go back and recap on what we talked about, honestly, yeah. to, to see how, how well we did. But tomorrow is a huge – uh, card at Belmont. It's the Jockeys Gold Cup. They've been doing it, or Jockey Club Gold Cup. Been doing it for a while. There's a lot of really good, really good races. Um, unfortunately, I got something to do tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to bet early, early bet early and often. It's always the motto, you know. So, um, I'll just rattle through the races that are happening tomorrow. The Beldane Invitational. It's a Grade One for fillies. The purse is 400000 It's a mile and an eighth. So in that particular, it's the fifth race, and it goes off at 3.09 Eastern time. In that race, the and it's the girls. Princess of uh, Salomar looks pretty good. It's Pletcher horse. And, of course, Pletcher is, is just unconscious. I mean, the guy is winning everything in sight. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be probably the favorite, and but my my pick would be Royal Delta. So I saw Royal Delta last year, it's a filly, and she won uh, the Breeders' Cup. Um, I think it was the one of the filly races for the Breeders' Cup last year. Can't 
recall it off the top of my head, but she's owned by uh, Bessie Lou Stables. They sponsor the the Florida Derby. Really pretty horse. Been running 105 buyer speed figures. Um, she's a front running horse, and you know. The Princess of Salomar likes to get out on top, so I, I don't know how that's going to net out, but I'm, I'm going to bet probably on Royal Delta. And a actually, she's got uh, Mike Smith on her. So so that, that that's at one race. It's the fifth race. Talk a little bit now about the uh, one mile, the Kelso Handicap. It's a grade two race, which isn't as high as grade one. $400,000 purse. Um, Gradar is, is the fave, the early morning fave right now. Um, Todd Pletcher horse, of course, sired by the late Unbridled Song, who's a great sire. Um, running 109 buyer speed figures, 103 buyer speed, speed figures. Edgar Prado is the jock. I've never really seen Gradar run. I've heard of her before. Um, on paper, she looks good. Um, but I, I would recommend taking a look at them as they go through the post parade tomorrow to see who looks much the best. And another horse here used to be trained by uh, Nikki Zito, one of my favorite Eastern trainers, um, but now is trained by Stanley Gold. That just happened just re recently. Jackson Bend. So Jackson Bend, um, stretching out a little bit. I, I like this horse. Uh, on a seven furlong race in the slop, came in second, but just knocking all the time and stretching out to a mile. That's that's generally, I mean, when you're looking at races, she's just missing at uh, seven furlongs and stretching out to a mile might be a good thing for uh, Jackson Bend. Hmm. So I also like Super Speedy, seven to two in the early morning one. Um, and there's another race. Don't really know much about this one. It's called the Vosberg Invitational Grade 1. Um, it is a six furlong, basically a sprint. I just uh, marked out the number two, Justin Phillip, and uh, Bohemian Squall looked pretty good in that race. Maybe Private Zone also. So the Jockey's Gold, Jockey Club Gold Cup. That's the big race for tomorrow. And that's with the... the um, Big four. Losing my notes here. Just paper shuffling everywhere. Paper shuffling, sorry. Um, so that race, any questions, Max? Am I going too fast? No, you're not going too fast. You're fine. i got to find my other piece here. Hold on. There we go. So the big four, Palace Malice, Orb, flat out and cross traffic I already talked a little bit about all of them um, I, I, I'm a believer I mean Palace Mouse I watched him in the derby said eh, front running horse thought he was pretty good and got clipped by Orb at the end in the Preakness don't remember where he finished up but he was in the top four I do believe and then in the Belmont he won the Belmont like a beast and then the Traverse Stakes I think he ran pretty well he's won a few other horse or other races um, and and he looks strong to me. His form looks good to me. Another horse I, th I think you got to look out for has been running some pretty good buyer's speed figures is uh, flat out, and I guess he loves. I was listening to 
somebody else handicap on the race today, and he loves um, Belmont. So, I mean, if a horse really likes the track, um, that can really help their performance. It's kind of crazy. I mean, <laughs> horses are very... It's interesting. They do have likes and dislikes. Some horses run better on some tracks. Some mm. horses don't run so well on deep, you know, dirt. Some horses like the wider sweeping turns, like Belmont's got wide sweeping turns. Kentucky Derby has, like, deep dirt and, you know, not too bad. And the Preakness is tight turns. And so it's crazy when you when you look at these different tracks. So that all plays into it, too. Mm -hmm. So handicapping is more of a... It's kind of art and science, data collection. Um, I'm kind of rambling around here today. <laughs> rambling around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of knocking around. So cross traffic. I think cross traffic. Cross traffic will definitely be out on the lead in this race. Mm -hmm. um, I think Orb will be stalking about in the fifth position. I think Palace Malice might be a lot closer to the lead, maybe second. Maybe even probably a little closer to cross traffic in this thing. And flat out, not sure what kind of runner he is. Hold on. Well, he he kind of hangs tight to the lead, too. So it could be interesting how it all kind of plays out. If flat out and cross traffic and palace malice kind of runs tight, to the, they could be running quick and maybe Orb, Orb comes sweeping by him or... Palace Malice overtakes him. Um, I, I kind of like, I like Orb, and I like Palace Malice. So, who won the Travers? Um, Will take charge. Gotcha. He's not in this. Yeah, I was trying to remember that. So he kind of he kind of came sweeping by everybody yeah. at the end. I'm always curious too, because there's like the four big names, but you never know. Some no name just comes from out of nowhere and does something. Yeah, so some of the other horses, and they're damn good horses. Ron the Greek. Yeah. It's a Billy Mott horse. I mean, he's one. So, so here's the horses in the race. And I'll tell you their earnings so far. Ron the Greek, lifetime. He's eight. He's won eight races. He's won $2 million. You have Orb. He's raced 11 times, and he's won $2.6 million. You have the last gunfighter. He's ran twelve times, won seven, only won six hundred thirty-five thousand. So I don't know if he's the class of these other horses. Um, Victoria Olympia Olympica from Brazil. Olympica um, ran eight times, won four, but has only won one hundred forty-three thousand. So might not be the class of the race. I mean, so hitting that class thing we have alpha who's another good horse ran 16 times has won six times won 1.7 million then you have flat out 26 times he's won eight three million dollars he's won and then palace malice for life he's ran 10 times won three 1.2 million and then cross traffic um, he's five, for, ran five times. He's won three, and he's won seven hundred thousand dollars. So it's a pretty, it's a good race. It's it's going to be tough because really 
there's a few horses that can win this race, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And the end of the day, I like Palace Malice and Orb, and maybe I'll tickle in cross traffic and flat out. We'll see how see what happens. Yeah. So that's the uh, Jockey Club Gold Cup. Um. So I already talked about the other races for the day. There's one more race that is a biggie. It's the it's a, the turf race at Belmont. The the Joe Hirsch Turf Classic. It is a mile and a half race, which is ridiculous. I mean, that's that's a long It's <laughs> a long race. Um, big blue kitten. Never seen him run. Supposed to be pretty good. Running some pretty good buyers. And that's a Chad Brown horse. And Chad Brown has been hot of late all over the place. Um, Slumber, I like. It's a Billy Mott horse with Junior Alvarado on him. So that, that's a solid horse. Um, Real Solution is the double entry for Chad Brown. Um, running pretty pretty strongly lately also. And then, I let's not forget, What's Little that? Mike. He's a personal favorite of mine. I, I won a bunch of money on Little Mike last year at the Breeders' Cup. Um, he won the Turf Classic last year and won, it was like three million bucks or something like that. So, um, and he won in st- strong form. So he, and he's another horse that kind of hit or miss. He could, and how old is Little Mike now? Little Mike is six. Not so little so, anymore. Yeah. And he's a, and I like Dale Romans, good trainer. And he, again, Mike Smith is right. Mike Smith's name has come up quite a bit. Yeah. Today, I like. Uh, I just like the name Slumber. That's cool. It's a good name. Yeah, one of the guys from the Daily Racing Forum really liked him. So, can't got to give credit where credit is due. So let, let's. Uh, so that's it. The, the day race, and there's some really good races. So Yahoo, uh, big big shout out. The uh, Santa Anita Open today, nice. which is exciting, and I'm I'm getting really excited. Talk to my buddy Tommy, and he's coming up for the we're going to the breeders cup and i'll be taking a bunch of pictures there so i'm excited about going to that um got all of my accommodations got some really nice tickets up in the grandstand so if anybody, anybody's there uh i'll be the guy with the big freaking long camera lens there'll be about a hundred of us there so anyhow um betting tips i thought i mean and in, in the last podcast i gave some betting tips now one of the things that i like to do because i'm an artist and i'm a photographer and I just notice things about horses, and really, when you when you're betting on a race, and I see a lot of handicappers that just analyze the horse on paper, which yeah. I think is a mistake. It's one way to do it, at least. It's it's one way to do it. It's probably a pretty proficient way to do it, or they look at their past performances. I like to look at the horses the day of, so look for visual cues. So what does that mean? I mean, you you can watch, and it's so funny. So I, what I does saw, that mean? <laughs> I, I saw a horse last week, and the horse was the favorite for the race. Came out, on she was on her tippy toes, and she was wagging her tail like a dog. I mean, I've never seen a horse do that. It was kind of, it was really funny to see this horse kind of walking in the post parade, and her tail was wagging, and she won for fun. She got on top and ran away with it. She looked really good in the post parade. She was like an almost an even favorite, you know, even money favorite. <laughs> yeah. But 
But still, I mean, you still can lose. Favorites lose all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, and I would say, look at the horses in the post parade. You can tell when a horse. I mean, I saw last year in the Dirt Mile in the Breeders' Cup, Shackelford, who I like a lot, tough horse. He looked. He didn't look good. Mm. He looked like he was worn out. Like his sweaty, like, and sweaty, stuff. and his yeah. his mane was kind of down, <laughs> and his face. I have a picture of him, and his face actually looks sad. <laughs> so he he just didn't look like he felt that well. Or yeah. It's kind of weird. It's hard to describe, and you have to really look at a lot of horses to kind of notice it, but you can notice it if you're observant. So I would say before you plunk your cash down to bet on anything, watch the post parade and see if you can catch anything. Yep. Um, you can also see horses that, like, are coiling up or, like, really bouncy when they're coming out. I've seen, I mean, they look like they're having fun. They look like they're ready to run. Another thing I like to do is watch. I watch a lot of video of horses from past performances because you can catch things like if there's a, a lot of horse, like Kentucky Derby every year. One of the things I look for in a Kentucky Derby horse is a horse that's tough because there's 20 horses in that race. Horses get knocked around. So if you if you can get knocked around and still win, that's a good trait to win the Kentucky Derby because mm-hmm. you're going to get knocked around. You're going to get dirt thrown in your face. You're going to get all this stuff. So watching video is a great – and it's at your fingertips. I mean, if you have a computer at home, you can pull up YouTube and watch videos. Yeah, who doesn't now? Yeah. So Go to the mean, library. You know, and then, you know, other things like – one of the other things I would say is a visual clue, and this isn't in the post parade or whatever, but if you're watching – horses run on video you can see the style horses because there's different styles of running Mm -hmm. so being a front running horse which i'm not a particular fan of but there's some good front running horses like um cross traffic is a front running horse he gets out on a lead and puts everybody to sleep um you know then you have your stalkers you got like palace malice is a stalker he might stalk you in third position and then blow by you coming down the home stretch and then you got your closers nick zito is notorious for having horses go from last to first that's i mean it's a derby or in other big races that's tough to do but i mean closers are horses that are barreling will take charge big lumbering animal beast i mean he kind of doesn't look like he's moving that fast but He's a, I think he's like 17 hands. He's huge. He just comes lumbering down, and once he gets his, once he gets rolling, man, he's tough to stop. And I think he's a pretty damn good horse. Yeah. So anyhow, um, so visual cues. I mean, look at horses. Look at them before they go out for to race. Kind of do your analytics when you're doing your, you know. A lot of times I'll change my mind at the last minute, and I've done well. And sometimes I shoot myself in the foot, but um, that's that's racing. So anyhow. Any uh, any qu- this is the question period of, of the uh, of yeah. the podcast, Max. Any any kind of questions or anything about uh, what I had today? So nope. So I usually jump in when I got something. Anyhow, that that's about it. And I think that's is a wrap. Well, well, don't forget to do all the plugging. AngleLightMedia.com. Oh, yes. So I am the CEO of AngleLight Media. So www.AngleLightMedia.com. Also, you can see us on tr- Twitter. We've been tweeting quite a bit lately. At Angle Light Media. Uh, we're also on Facebook. 
just search Anglelight Media. You can also follow us. We have an official podcast, SoundCloud. It's Anglelight Media. You can find Chasing the Triple Crown and any other things we decide to put on there, really. Um, yep, so this isn't really Chasing the Triple Crown. This is chasing, this is chasing horses after the Triple Crown, sure. but uh, next year we'll be in full swing of Chasing the Triple Crown. Yeah. So anyhow. So I think that about closes it down. That's a wrap. Thank you.